0: hey welcome to wolf's watch i'm wolf this is the first you know we're back first time for uh 2023 and um uh, reporting to you live from soggy southern california you know just we'll get to the topic here in a minute because we got a mistake that you might be making it's a common mistake and it will cost you millions as the owner slash ceo of your business we'll come back to that in a second just real quick from you know from southern california Um central and northern California getting hammered hard with a storm. You know, our our hearts and prayers are out to uh, the folks that are struggling with that. And here in Southern California, we've been watching the just millions of gallons of water runoff. Signals the end of our most recent um of the of the repetitive droughts that we have here in California, which is which is good. And it's good to see all the water. And it's just, you know, watching all the runoff. You may have seen some of the celebrities that are posting. Uh, on some of the social media, some of the videos of what's going through their backyards in uh, what would normally be small streams or drainage ditches or just overflowing, you know, some of the water up nine, 10 feet from where it would normally be. And just hope that with all the technology we got here in California, that uh, someday someone will invent a technology that would allow us to capture some of those millions of gallons instead of just a lot, you know, just having them run off uselessly into the ocean. It's, it's unfortunate. We could use a lot of that. Anyway. Just a brief comment, you know, we're doing well here and I know some folks aren't, so we keep our hearts and minds and prayers going out to them. Now, coming back to today's topic, there's a common mistake that business owners, CEOs make in their companies that cost millions, millions in lost productivity, waste, missed opportunities for, uh, excuse me, my glasses are driving me nuts here, missed opportunities for innovation and that comes down to this question are you playing hockey or are you directing a ballet now in the 1980s there was a very very uh, well-known book called quality without tears written by I believe it was Phil Crosby and um, no relation to the celebrity and that was one of the one of the analogies that he used in his in the book you know hockey versus Ballet. Now, what does that mean? Do you, do you, in your company, have an environment where everybody comes together? They watch the clock, start time goes, you know, it's like bing. It's like a hockey match. Puck gets thrown down. There's slap shots. There's checks, man. There's people slamming it in the boards. And it is just like after it, chaos going hard all day long. And at the end, people sit down and they're bloodied. Some people are missing teeth. They're sharing their scars, the ones you can see, right? And going yeah that was a day you know and off they go and they come back and do it again the next day is that the kind of environment that you have the kind of kind of high intensity workplace that you have Lots of firefighting you know careers get made off of fighting fires right so we get a lot of firefighting in the business world especially in corporate america and or are you directing ballet right because ballet when the music starts you have the two lead dancers in the ballet are on their marks. There's other people that are part of the ballet. Everybody has a mark, a designated spot, and then they begin to move. And it's all coordinated motion and it's smooth. And it's something to transfixes people just to watch what they do because they've got so much mastery in it. And it's so perfected and so precision. And the music, you know, swells and Declines. There's rhythms to it that help drive the emotion that goes along with the dance. And it's just like, wow, it's amazing. Do you have that kind of environment? You know, where, where your team is so well practiced at working together. That's a key word, practiced, so well practiced at working together that it would just be, you know, people would just stop to watch. You know, applaud, even if it's just a golf clap. Which type of work environment do you want to have? Which type of operating environment do you want to have? What kind of customer experience do you want to have? Do you want to throw your customers out on the ice in the middle of a hockey game? Do you want them sitting right behind the glass watching all this stuff going on with pucks smacking into the glass, people slamming each other into the glass? Or do you want them to sit and just go, wow, you know, that would be amazing. It's amazing to be here just to be part of it when they do business with your company, because that all comes together in an environment. And as the, as the owner, as the leader of your business, it is, you know, it's top of mind in our businesses. How do we create that? You know, one of the things about ballet is they practice that precision hockey. There's a lot of practice. And I'm not taking away from the professionalism, the, the talent that's involved in hockey. That's not the point. The point is the chaotic, the difference in the chaotic environment right now marketplace right out there not within not within your organization not within the safety zone that you create you know safety zone think of it like when your prospective customers come around your company it's like ugh, entering a safety bubble in a sense because now they're out of the chaos of the marketplace The marketplace it's always like a hockey match on the best days you know or brave heart war level warfare <laughs> in a sense figuratively on you know w- when the competition really heats up the thing is in ballet it's practice what's supposed to happen because it's it's part of operations it's part of the foundation of your profitability and your customer experience right do you want well-oiled efficient value driven value delivering operations where everybody knows what they're supposed to do. They're practiced at it. They've mastered it. They continue to work at being better. Just little tweaks, tips, movement, you know, move, just, you know, move the shoulders just slightly in ballet makes a big difference in the audience, in the motion, in the ability to properly move. And I'm not not that well-versed in ballet. So I'll leave that analogy right there. It just comes back to well-practiced. You know, one of the things, one of the things about hockey, right? Hockey leaves you with scars you can show off without even saying anything. Maybe you're missing a missing tooth. A little bit of a scar where a pucker, or, or a hockey stick caught you on the forehead. It's easy to show those off. Now, ballet, not so much. Until you see someone that's a ballet professional that has their shoes off. I heard a famous story about uh, someone who was in an elevator with Baryshnikov. And to look down bryznikov was bare feet and he took one look at his feet and he's like wow then he'd ask Brezhnikov, and i forget who originates the story and uh they'll look for a citation but it just comes top of mind the thing was you look at their it, there's a poster that's along these lines you know what does it take to be that good that mesmerizing so good mastered what you're doing that people are mesmerized by being around you as you're doing it you look at the feet and it's all written right there because the feet are calloused and scarred and the toes, you know, aren't as straight as yours and mine probably are, unless you're a dancer or other professional. But the point again is those scars aren't as easy to see, right? There's not as much bragging rights in that. Do you encourage the bragging rights to be in the operation of the team and the delivering performance and delivering value to their customer or Do you create an environment in your business where the value is in being, you know, having visible scars from having battled, I'm watching for comments over here, having battled within the walls of your own company, within the bubble of your own service that you provide your customers, because it bleeds over to your customers and it costs you millions over time, depending on where you're at in scaling up your business. We'll talk more about that, depending on where you're at scaling up your business. It could cost you millions in a year. It will cost you millions over the years because there's so much inefficiency that happens in that. In business, we need a ballet level performance in delivery, in service to our customers, to our clients, right? You need that level of performance, precision, efficiency in creating and delivering the value your clients, your customers paid you for. And providing them with an experience that just makes them go, I want to be part of this because this is mesmerizing. You know, and it's interesting because it's the kind of thing that is so relevant in business today. Yet, this is the same conversation we were having in the 1980s, 1990s. And here we are still talking about it or maybe coming back around to it again. You know, one of the things about, about tough economic times, customer service suffers. As a small business, talking to you as a a small business, not, you know, startup, sure. But as you're scaling up, now you've got some revenue going. As you're scaling up, one of the keys is big companies are cutting to the bone right now. Because the economy's been tough, we've, we've been in a recession. I know they changed the definition of recession politically last year to make it look better than it was. And things like that happened in election year, but now we're back to looking at yeah, twenty twenty three possible recession. I mean, it is gloom and doom. Just you're still you're dealing with financially uh, tum- tumbling times, tough times, but also inflation's still there. So you got a lot of these problems that are still buffeting you, to put it politely, right? Where it really very much is a hockey game, a prize fight, a cage fight of sorts out in the marketplace. And I say that laughing because what are we going to do, right? We we acknowledge what's going on in the market. Let's laugh about it and get on with taking advantage of it. And here's, here's one of your strategic advantages for scaling up your business, putting yourself in a position where you can scale up while others aren't failing, right? Or struggling. That's customer service. Because the big companies, the competitors that give you the most headaches are cutting back they're going to artificial intelligence solutions they're going to outsourcing right you you've likely dealt with people that are trying really hard and not knocking the the workforce here they're trying really hard but they're in a position because they're in a you know they are so far removed from the core operations of the company that they're doing customer service for they really can't provide the service and you can hear the frustration in their voices a lot of times, or they tr- they really want to help, but they can't because they don't have the training. They don't have the resources. They don't have the authority. That is where you can give your customer a better experience. A company that I worked with for a number of years, small manufacturing company, family owned, it was it a second generation of the second family to own the company? One of their strengths, they had the, their, top four competitors. They were in the top six most expensive providers within their market. And four of the other six failed while they continued to prosper, continued to bring in, they picked up a lot of the business from the companies that failed. One of their keys to doing that was making it so easy for the company, to, their customers to do business with them, that they had high customer loyalty They were willing to pay more because it saved the customer in the long run they didn't have they didn't have headaches one of the one of the issues was returns you know they were dealing with physical product and they had a return policy even though they were very very premium that was more like nordstrom's if you remember back in the day nordstrom's i don't know if they still do it the nordstrom's department store one of the things they were famous for is they'll take something back even if they didn't sell it to you they give you store credit to buy something else how cool is that so this company had uh, customer experience where they're easy to do business with. And if there was something that they weren't happy with, all they need to do is call up and go, Hey, you know what? This order that I just got, I'm not. And it's like, that's all I got to say. Do you want us to replace it or refund? And they would tell them what they wanted, happen, happened. No questions asked. And a lot of times it would be a refund or a massive discount. Just as a way of saying, Hey, you know what? We value your business. So as to continue to maintain healthy margins as a premium provider, Right in the top market, and while their competitors fall by the wayside, they're still there, and they're still around. Been around since the 1920s. Imagine that, as a manufacturing company in Los Angeles. That's tough to do. Tough to do. So, one of your keys to delivering value to your customers is operations, well-oiled operations that efficiently and effectively deliver the value that your customers bought you for, bought from you, paid you for, the thing that makes their lives easier in some way, right? What they saw in the value in what you're buying, whether it's product or service. Having a well-oiled ballet-like operation is a key to that efficiency. Key analogy for looking at it. You also need to have, you know, just think about where do you create value? And I'll leave you with this: create value in marketing and sales, create value. For your customer in operations create value for your customer in your supplier relationships you manage the business and the value creation through the administrative functions which don't directly create value for the customer right these to be done I'm not saying it's not relevant to the business but it's not directly value creating for your customer think about that for a while. that'll make your the heads explosive a lot of your uh professional staff so hockey or ballet the difference it'll be millions on your bottom line and millions in lost opportunity with customers because that bleeds over into customer experience and as a customer would you rather have hockey would you rather be thrown out onto the ice with no skates no gear no stick in the middle of a hockey match or would you rather be brought into a highly, highly professional ballet operation from a customer perspective. Think about that because probably what your customers like as well in terms of their choice. This is Wolf's Watch. always keeping. I'm Wolf always keeping an eye out as a leader of the pack of what is going on in the marketplace, what are tips that are going to help you be more effective. And right now, scaling your business in this crazy environment, 2023 is going to be another crazy economic year. So take a deep breath. Scale your business up. Let's get it going. You know, you you can really, this can be a big year. This can be a big year. Don't participate in the doom and gloom and the negative economy, the, the negative aspects of the economy. Instead, thrive. Bring your team along with you. Wolf's so Watch. Thanks for being part of it. I'm Wolf, and I will see you on the trail.